Here we are walking in Deschutes National Forest. You can hear my feet crunching. I'm T. This is the Burning Tarot podcast. Thank you for being here. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Just as I started this, oh no. I have found a dead, looks like a woodpecker of some kind right here by this beautiful leaning old snag not that old but a tall silvered tree that leans over and I often see it from the road where I walk the red road but today I'm right next to it and this poor bird hasn't made it so I don't know what kind of sign that is when you're in the, about to begin a reading and a beautiful creature shows up, whether alive or dead. I'm going to give it a little bow. I'm going to ask that we all take this moment to think about how amazing it is that we have life, that we are flowing with the energy of life and to acknowledge that we too like this woodpecker will not have this life forever and it is an honor to have this life and an honor to transition on from it beautiful bird beautiful bird And the other creatures are already making short work of this. They're doing their jobs. We've got ants and flies coming to investigate and make sure that the recycling job that is nature gets done. Now the card I've pulled for us today is very cheery. So it's interesting to have a sobering moment, a reminder of the shortness of life and how even out here in the beautiful forest, all the time, creatures are going through the life cycle with each other. The card we pulled is from the fairy tarot, which was given to me earlier this year by a very kind burning tarot listener. Thank you again for that. It's a, um, it's a fun illustrated tarot with fairy creatures and flowers. There are words written on the cards. Uh, in the photograph, you'll see the, um, the reverse side of the card, which happens to correspond to this same one. It is the princess of summer. So you'll see the version that doesn't have a bunch of words on it. It's a good kind of beginner's deck with a very particular kind of um, approach to the words. You know, some decks leave a lot of that open to you artistically and verbally. This one's definitely got a very big personality, but it's fun. And the Princess of Summer is fun. We see a very young fairy. She has a slightly door look on her face, a little bit of a teenage fairy going, yeah, are you going to take my picture? Like, okay, I hope I look cool. She's got a little of that going on. 
She is very pale, kind of alabaster. She's got some sparkly things and some wings. And she is surrounded by beautiful flowers, foliage. And she's seated and kind of um, resting her head on her hand in a very posed style, like she's sitting here for her, po she's sitting for a portrait. So what can this teenaged princess of summer, loosely corresponding to a page of cups, what can she tell us about for this week? Well, first of all, she encourages us to open up to our own gentleness and kindness and to look for that in others. She may not be very worldly. She's a, a youngster, and we all still have that inside of ourselves, even crusty old middle-aged people like me <laughs> who've had a vast number of life experiences and uh, done some crazy stuff, um, you know, and spent many years in a lot of uh, cynicism. So even inside all of that, somewhere I have a raw, sparkling, hopeful, kind of youthful self. And this card says it's a good time for her to come out and to see what's good and hopeful in herself and to see what's good and hopeful in others. It's a good time to start a new friendship or reach out a little with existing friendships uh, and other types of relationships too. Any place where you've got um, strong emotion or maybe it doesn't even have to be strong, maybe new or tentative emotion or emotion connected to a younger person, a younger relationship, a newer friendship. This is a good time to let a little of your sparkle shine in that direction. Um, you might also be in the mode for being social, which can be confusing right now because there are, there's a Delta variant of the COVID-19 coronavirus happening. And as we know, it's extremely contagious, more than regular COVID. And, and here in America, at least, I'm in the United States of America on the West Coast. Not all of you are, but many of you are. So here we're having some very serious surges and, um, and that includes my region. So when you say social event, which is um, part of the description of this card, invitations to social events, etc., it's, uh, it's fraught. It's not just, do I feel like hanging out with people? Am I feeling, you know, like I'd prefer to stay home? Um, or maybe I'm feeling social anxiety. All those questions that used to come along with a social invitation, you know, those are still legit and valid. We also have those feelings, but we also might have the feeling of, I don't even know if I can go to a social event. I don't know what's safe. I don't know who's vaccinated and who's not. Um, I don't know if when the weather changes, in the next month, I don't know if I'll be completely shut down from social events because it'll be too cold to have outdoor events anymore. 
So, um, so this element of the princess of summer is kind of interesting for these times in a way that it wouldn't be if we weren't having all this, you know, COVID craziness. Princess of summer is coming here at the end bit of summer. So some of that socializing really can have a sensation of like, uh, it can, in it's harvest season. Perhaps our ancestors would be spending this time very busy with others because everyone's in the harvest. Everyone's picking berries and drying them. Or everyone is, uh, you know, cutting out sheaves of wheat. So I think we sometimes have that urge. That also expresses in the back to school. Oh, here comes the wind. Oh my God, and the smoke. Oh boy, speaking of speaking of stuff. Well, I hope that this is hearable. Even with this wind, I'm going to move this around. No way that that's hearable. I'm going to pause, wait for the wind to stop. Okay, the wind seems to have settled down. Now I got to try to catch my train of thought again. Princess of Summer, harvest. So, oh, I was saying this time of year also has a back to school vibe. So for many of us, even if we're not in academia or in school or have kids, um, it can bring this feeling of like, um, almost like the new year. And of course, this is upcoming, the Jewish new year. So we're, um, we're on the precipice of an ancient, ancient time of reaching out for forgiveness and atonement, asking to receive that, giving that, and then celebrating the Jewish New Year. That's coming right up. Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Uh, and that back-to-school vibe again just gives everybody that sense of, well, stuff's changing, and we're going to dive right into it. So that can make us want to be social, and then current conditions like smoke, changing weather, and COVID can make us feel like, I don't ha- know how to be natural. How do I be natural and do the natural thing of socializing and doing harvest and going back to school? How do I catch all that vibe in what seems like a pretty hostile environment? I think Princess of Summer would encourage us, first of all, to be mellow with ourselves about it. It's okay to feel freaked out. It's natural to feel freaked out. It's natural to notice over and over that our everyday reality is not matching up to the realities that we've been used to most of our lives. To say nothing of, well, it doesn't match up to some idealized version of everything we might also have in our minds, right? Um, or maybe we've idealized what used to be the everyday stuff because we happen to not have it right now. We don't have the luxury of just saying, yeah, I can do everything I want. So, um, and so we're kind of that inexperienced quality of the princess of summer accompanies us at this time. We're all inexperienced. All us West Coasties here, we don't know. We don't have years and years, decades of experience in handling 
massive wildfires and the smoke that comes from them. We don't know how to navigate this. This is new, pretty new. Nothing at this scale in our recorded history has happened. We don't know how to navigate a pandemic. We don't know how to navigate just the latest variant of the pandemic. We are new to this, we're inexperienced. So you can look at that. We can say, well, this is kind of touching our beginner's mind self. This is our inner youthful self. This is how our children feel. They get out there every day and experience a world that maybe we're a little, you know, dismissive or jaded about. We've been there, we've done that. We know how to cross the street or take a taxi. <laughs> you know, whatever, the stuff, the stuff you do out there in the world. To a young person, that can all be brand new. And all of us now have a little bit of brand newness. It's not quite brand new. Maybe we're tired of it. But it hasn't been around that long. I think the Princess of Summer would also encourage us to really be compassionate with each other. This can be really tricky at a flash point like we're at right now. I'm having trouble with it. I know others are having trouble with it. For me, um, I'm realizing that my heightened emotions that aren't very compassionate, that are just tired and pissed off. Um, I, I went back to reading the news after coming out of my bipolar episode. I was like, I think I'm safe to, you know, resume my New York Times membership. But I've noticed that it really does have an effect on me. And it's not necessarily a good effect. Uh, so I really have to limit that. I notice that uh, I have a lot of um, online community through the well. Even though I've given up social media, I haven't given up the well. And a lot of the people that I interact with through there are in major urban areas and skew liberal. Some of the people I text with, some of my friends all over the place, uh, fit that description as well. And I notice that if I'm just communicating with those people and reading the New York Times, I'm likely to feel much more touchy and judgy um, about people who aren't fitting that profile, right? So that's just one example of a way that I can try to increase my compassionate and sympathetic self by dialing down, um, you know, reading that news. Or if somebody's getting too nasty, being, you know, funny by cutting others down in some texts, I could say, yeah, you know, actually, I'd rather that you didn't talk that way about unvaccinated people because some of my best friends are unvaccinated. And I'm not comfortable with that, mind you. Uh, I wish they were vaccinated, but they're not. So there's like, there's a tension there. And I think the Princess of Summer is saying to go with the compassionate side, the more sympathetic side, the part that admits, you know, I, I can't know what's right for everybody. And um, if I spend a lot of time with um, really judgmental attitudes, my attitude is going to become increasingly judgmental too. That's just how it's going to go. And 
part of that compassion and gentleness can also be, well, how can we be kind to our environment, to nature? And how can we be kind to, um, to the collective? And one way we can do that, so, so like the unvaccinated example, um, somebody who is unvaccinated for reasons of their own, they could look at this moment and go, oh, the local hospital has had to turn away all these uh, people who were scheduled to get um, surgeries because the hospital's filling up and they're putting overflow COVID patients in the ER where, you know, if somebody has a heart attack, will there still be an ER bed for them? We don't know. They've deployed 130 National Guard to the hospital here to try to help boost the medical personnel. And we hear from around the country that medical personnel are really burned out and exhausted, and many of them are quitting their jobs. And one of the reasons they cite is unvaccinated patients. So if I were unvaccinated, I could say, well, I'm not willing to get vaccinated for whatever reason, but what can I do to make sure that I'm not, you know, worsening this situation? That would be the kind and compassionate thing to do. Maybe I stay home from gatherings. Maybe I'm extra careful about double masking because Delta's, I mean, Delta's probably going to creep through a double mask, but, you know, at least, whatever, it gives it a better chance, right? Um, maybe I, um, I don't go to events with lots of people at them, whatever. There, there's different ways that you can mitigate trying to not get or spread and carry this variant and, um, so one form of kindness could be to just gently take those motions and go ahead and do them because you know that that's your way of contributing to the whole and making stuff better for everybody. Those, those people who are vaccinated, obviously, we can be careful too because we know that there is some chance that we can be a carrier or get a breakthrough case. So that's, a, that's one way of looking at compassion. It's like, well, I need to have compassion for myself. And make sure that I'm not being so uptight that I can't <laughs> live and delight and function and have social times and have these um, invitations to social events that the Princess of Summer brings. But maybe I can balance that kindness to myself with an awareness of how my actions affect my community. And the suit of cups in general really works from emotion. So it might be a time to notice when we're working only from emotion and maybe we need to apply some, you know, some grounding and some logic, get the earth and air in there. Maybe a little, I don't know, maybe a little fire, but we might find ourselves under the influence of the princess of summer um, defaulting just to our emotional selves. And um, so it helps to be working in strength with the other elements as well so that we can feel pretty, you know, strong and robust about where our reactions are coming from. If our initial reaction is just that sort of youthful, you know, how a teenager experiences their emotions, <laughs> That's not really good enough <laughs> for most of us, you know. 
we have that emotion, we allow ourselves to feel it, and then maybe we say, okay, well, before I act on that, hmm, does it make sense? How does it affect others? You know, and I think that the compassion piece of that also involves giving ourselves time. Oh, here comes that wind. Oh, I'm going to just keep going anyway. So um, it takes time to allow oneself to have true emotion, really experience it, not just shove it away. Have the emotion. Acknowledge it. Maybe we name it or write about it or whatever. Maybe we holler and scream. I like that. Uh, we experience it. It's real. It's part of us. It's a, a thing we're doing. And then we kind of have to process it and move on, right? And that processing and moving on so that it's not just the, the howling and hollering, I think that's uh, kind of a warning that comes from the Princess of Summer uh, with that kind of cups energy. It's like, okay, just to let you know, you might feel swept away by the emotion. and You might kind of have a uh, 13-year-old's response to it which is to just have the emotion and glom onto it and not do the the taking the time to slowly process uh and it does take time like if your life is super packed full or you're you know like a my recent example if you're constantly reading the news um or watching movies or anything there's not a lot of space in there to just have an emotion feel it, you know, and, and be able to work with it and be able to say, well, that's a legitimate emotion. I had that emotion for a reason. And now I'm going to also apply my logical mind. Like all of that is a process. And sometimes I feel in our busy lives, we don't really give ourselves the opportunity to do that. Because we're, we're busy kind of consuming the next morsel of media or having the next conversation or, you know, keeping ourselves overworked, whether that's with worky work or activism or creative work. So Princess of Summer suggests these emotions are going to be coming from a, a very kind of childish part of ourselves. And we want to honor that child. And yet we also want to have the time to process and make appropriate decisions um, using using all different parts of ourselves. Our smarty smarts and our hearty hearts and um, our sensitive bodies and um, and those you know knee-jerk emotions too. We want to want to work with everything. So that's what I've got for you. I Wish you a very lovely week. I believe I'm going to go back to doing these on a weekly basis. I hope you enjoy them. Feel free to spread the word. This isn't a publicized podcast, but it is public at this point. So if you know somebody who likes to row, um, who might enjoy a nature walk every week, I encourage you to let them know. And if you have feedback, comments, or if you have ways that this podcast intersects with your life, send me, you know, a short email to burningtarot at gmail.com. I appreciated the responses that you guys sent me last week. 
I was going to read some of them over it, but I forgot to bring them out with me. I saw that the smoke was coming in, and I just ran outside. Um, and so, yeah, I will be sharing without names some of the responses that I received from you guys. And I very much appreciate hearing from you. Much love from T. Bye.